Hello, and welcome to First Geek 411. Thank you for joining me. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Nicolay, and with me on the Skype line is my good friend, Cameron Franklin. Cameron, how have you been? Been pretty well. How are you doing? I'm doing really well. Ooh. Excited to record this week's episode. So, Oh, me too. Um, should we just jump right in, or do we have any other news to mention before we start? Well, we did have a perfect episode last week with no ums, so shout out to us on, on the um competition. It was a tie. Man, I wanted to win. You did. You tried hard to win. You may or may not have even intentionally said um. Because it, because we, we were playing the person that says it the most, right? I'm pretty sure that's how it works. <laughs> you play it that I way. I always assume that the higher score, the better. <laughs> All right. This is why you don't play golf. Exactly. That's why you play bowling. Mm-hmm. More pins, the better. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Got to get um, that three hundred. I do have, I do have a correction to make. Um, granted, this episode won't be in back, back out in time before, uh, but I will not be streaming on Wednesdays, <laughs> but instead Thursdays <laughs> at seven, which works better for me. Yeah. So, um, hopefully, you guys heard about that from the tweet and didn't try to tune in Wednesday because I will be bowling. Like I said, <laughs> I um, <sighs> yeah. So let's jump right in then. Uh, start off, as usual, with video games. We got a few awesome releases. One that I intend to get specifically because I haven't played them, and you have. The Kingdom, you're right, you're right. Kingdom Hearts 1.5 and 2.5 compilation is coming out this week. And yeah, it is. I need to play those. Yeah, I got to, I mean, I mentioned it in our PAX episode. I played it there. Um, it feels a whole lot like Kingdom Hearts. And so, I mean, for that, like, 15 seconds, 15 minutes I played. You're telling me these aren't remakes. I'm telling you that, like, they're in the same genre as the game that they're based on. They didn't completely redo the whole battle system. Because that wasn't the intention? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, like, we, we talked about this collection a lot, especially because there was another collection that just came out. That if you haven't played Kingdom Hearts, this is the collection to get. Um, right. It'll get you number one, number two. It'll get you Birth by Sleep, which is, in my opinion, the best one. It was the PSP game. And oh, man. Like Old said, school. To me, it's the best game. Would not recommend starting with it. Um, it's. The, I think you should definitely play the games in order of release. And that's like the biggest thing about the but, Kingdom Hearts series is why I didn't play them is because they were on so many platforms. Yeah, I mean, there's PS2 games, Game Boy Advance, PSP, DS, 3DS, like, yeah, there's so many different consoles, like, it's so hard to, I only, I was only able to play Dream Drop because one of my roommates, shout out to Matt, who did our intro music, um, he had a 3DS, and he's also a huge Kingdom Hearts fan, and so he beat the game, then I played through the game on his 3DS. That works. So, <laughs> that was the only reason I was able to play it. So, yeah, that's like so. That was my biggest gripe with it. It's like I'm not gonna buy into every platform out there to play yeah. Kingdom Hearts, especially because I didn't start later. I never actually technically owned a PS2. Um, mm -hmm. So, and that's when they started. We've discussed your views on stealing before. I don't know what that has. It's to a do throwback with this. at this point. I know, but I don't know you what that has never, to do with this. You never technically owned. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> because I borrowed. <laughs> no, I'm just messing with you. <laughs> I'm so confused. But... Like, what's going on? <laughs> um, it's okay. It, it's spring break for you. It, it's true. Uh, spring break brain. It's a thing, apparently. I don't know. I don't think so. Uh, for you sports fans out there, we have a Major League Baseball game. Yeah. Coming the up. show. Come, it's playstation exclusive it's supposedly really good um a friend of mine at church named jim really likes him i found it at pax sent him a picture he was excited i honestly couldn't care less but this is there <laughs> for you jim if we weren't friends this wouldn't be in the show notes <laughs> hey baseball I'm, sure, is dumb. I'm sure we have some people who enjoy sports games so we've mentioned you madden and stuff before me, we have but i want to play an I, ultimate a, game can we, can, do we talk, can, I, can we do that? Oh, <laughs> speaking of sidetracked, um, I think it was Nashville, sound, sound, um, the Nashville American Ultimate Disc League team. 
signed the first full season female player. Ooh. And so I'm really excited about that. I don't know who she is because I like I don't know the college scene. I never like so I don't know who she like. I'm excited for the precedent it sets. Right, but, especially for this sport, like specifically being what it is. I, and so I like just a shout idea. out to that. Yeah. Like I said, I think it's Nashville, but the Night Watch. One <laughs> sport we get excited about. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's unlike baseball, you don't have to have your fans stretch in the seventh inning because they're actually just excited because the sport's not boring. Dude, I stretch between every inning. Because <laughs> baseball's that rough. Yeah. It's like someone's got to be active during that sport, right? <laughs> sorry. Sorry. I'm sorry. If you I guys baseball. like baseball, I'm sorry. Um, you're allowed to like it, and I'm allowed to tell you why you're wrong. <laughs> you don't have to agree with me. But and also, but you're coming wrong. out this week, we have uh, Final Fantasy XV's episode Gladiolus. Um, Super excited. I think it's five bucks. Yep. Or if you have the season pass free. You're right. You're right. Um, I do for not. those It'll who be did. five bucks for me. Uh, we've got uh, has been heroes. Yes, yeah, so this um, is like a, a nice roguelike where you're controlling like three different has been heroes. Like they used to be like really great adventurers, and now they're just stuck doing like escort quests. Yeah, <laughs> and so I think you're like escorting the princess or something like that. Uh, See, that's always been one of my cool favorite thing about RPGs is like you're this big deal, and then you like have to like do these mundane quests at times, and you're just like. Are you really asking me to do this? <laughs> yeah. Well, in this one, like, they're now old. Oh, okay. So it's like these people that, like, like it'd be like Cloud from Final Fantasy VII, like, 40 years after the events of Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, but Cloud would never become a husband. He'd just become a hermit. <laughs> I mean, okay. So that's that example that's is essentially bad. what Advent Children does to him, too. He's like just off doing his own thing, and he's like, whatever. He's not trying to be a hero. He just happened to have become a hero. Like, you know, that's that's what makes Cloud such a compelling character. Come on. Very bad example. <laughs> <laughs> my bad, Very my bad. bad. Um, For the fans, I've never actually played. Well, I have actually played Final Fantasy VII. I actually own it, the PS1 classic on PS3. But and you started it. You got through the first boss. I got a ways in. I got almost to Vin- where you get Vincent. Okay. So I made it a ways, but... I'm pretty sure in the new one, uh, Vincent's going to be a required character instead of optional. Hmm. But uh, we have... What else do we got? Uh, just random fact. Snake Pass comes out. Oh, yeah. This week. You want to read that description for us, Chris? No, because we have a different one to read. What? Because we only do one, remember? This is true. We don't have we don't have to bleep out the episode <laughs> again. Um, As a joke, we could have actually just like not posted the episode and been like Sorry, camera like screwed can, up. <laughs> like do you listen to the Dice Tower, Chris, by the way? I don't. Okay. Sometimes they do like hello from the future. Like where something will happen after the episode and they'll go in and be like, Hey, we messed up. Oh, um, and so I was, I, that would have been kind of a funny way to do it. Also, I was like, "Hey, so future Chris here, Cameron was dumb, <laughs> violated our contract. So there's a big chunk missing of the episode." But <laughs> alas, um, yeah, uh, some interesting other random interesting games like a- Anazemia. Um, yeah, there's a lot of interesting indies coming out. This yeah, week. lots of fun. Thimblewood Park. I mean, so indie, it's even available on Linux. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Hacky Zack. Uh, Rain World is another one. Yeah, it's a, it's a. Granted, never mind. Some of these we might be reading might just be listed as quarter one, but. That happens. Yeah, that's but, kind of the, the struggle that we're at right now with it being the end of March. Yep. As of when we're recording. So we got a new entering a new quarter and everything. We've got Beat Cop coming out. I, that, I wish that'd be like that. W- that'd be such a good game if it was actually beat, as in a cop that. It was a rhythm beats. game. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was just like a cop that catches people by beatboxing. <laughs> yeah, I'd play that game. And then Vikings like was a better robber. <laughs> but. uh yeah, so there's some fun stuff coming out. If you guys like indie games, uh, 
be on the lookout, see what's coming out. We've got Rain World. Sounds pretty interesting. Looks pretty. Um, but yeah. There's Power Rangers Legacy Wars coming to mobile. Yeah, in other words, they're going to try to make me pay for it. <laughs> pay to play. I almost read that <laughs> description. I'm sorry, Chris. Oh, you mean the lack thereof on IGN? <laughs> now, if you actually click on the game, there's a description. Oh, is there? Okay. Um, but yeah, and then our reading for the week this week is actually a game called Punch Club. Now let me tell you about it. Your father was brutally murdered before your eyes. Now you must train hard, eat chicken, and punch dudes in the face to earn your place in the Punch Club ranks and discover who ended your father's life in this choose-your-own-adventure boxing management tycoon game. Your goal is clear, but how you get there depends on whether you want to legitimately climb the rankings or take the more ridiculous, shady route. Along the way, you'll want to focus your talents. Will you take the way of the tiger, the way of the turtle, or the way of the other one? Your strength, accuracy, yeah. <laughs> your strength, accuracy, and agility all depend on whichever way enlightens your path. Do you have stripes or flippers? And every decision will matter, especially in your social life. You'll be juggling friendships, love life, work, recreational time, relationships, and possible stardom, all alongside your gym time and fighting alligators. Yep. That's a description. <laughs> I love this I feel description. More con- I feel more confused about what this game is the more of that you read. Like the end of that first paragraph, it's like, boxing management tycoon game. Oh, okay. Oh, and you can choose like legitimacy or shady. Oh, okay. I got then like that second paragraph is just like Okay, I have to say that this is intriguing to me and it's such a good description. And it's published by Tiny Build. So that's pretty promising. What else did they I know that name. What else did they do? Um so they've done uh, I I, I, I want to get this this. right. Um So they did uh, Road to Valhalla, which was a fun little. Um, oh, they did, oh, that's right. Tiny Build was the. All, they also did Final Station, which was the uh, release party I went to, the launch party I went to at PAX West, mm. um, which is a really cool uh, apocalyptic game. Um, oh yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the one on the train, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, and stuff. So I was like, yeah, I knew. Make sure I That's why right it one. sounds familiar, I bet. Um, they have quite a few games, though, as a publisher. Um, so, And lots of funny ones. Cluster Truck? <laughs> one Troll Army? <laughs> um, well, but, yeah, so maybe I'll even check out Punch Club. <laughs> give us a... It's coming to, like, everything, I think. You could, you could stream it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that could be in addition to the pacifist run. You could do a very unpacifist run of Punch Club. I don't know. I'm probably going to do Way of the Turtle. Just saying. Definitely. But what about the Way of the Redacted other one? We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> we all know I'm on Team Turtle. Like Essentially, so I'm, I'm I'll just do it where I never finish a game, be- the game because <laughs> I can't actually figure anything out because I'm just living a life in this game that doesn't actually lead to anything. You just completely ignore the actual boxing management. Yeah, exactly. And I'm just, I just go to the gym and train occasionally, and then you play it as like a recreational sim. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, but moving on. Uh, so in video game news, we have a certain remaster that's been announced. Starcraft, the original, is being remastered by Blizzard into a 4K game. That's it's really cool. Yeah. I like how they. Like I, mean, I saw the trailer for it this morning. I'm really excited to see that they're keeping, like, the actual original art style. Like they're not trying to make it look like the newer, like StarCraft Two. Yeah, I really like that. Like they're they're updating it, making it look better. Right. So they're just still, essentially like, what they're doing is yeah, they're just like bringing everything up. They're updating their textures and everything to 4K textures. They're going to update their maps so they actually scale to 4K or whatever, and. Um, redoing the sprites to add more detail and everything because yeah it looks 
So now you can play the original StarCraft, which is one of my favorites. I'm not good at it. I'm just, I just enjoy yeah, it. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. <laughs> it's one of, those one of my internships. Story of my life. <laughs> there's a, a bunch of the guys were playing like StarCraft and it, they were actually like pretty good. And so we played one game and my job was to make one unit, like yeah. one unit type. And I just pumped those team. out and then that's they just do. controlled the army. Yep. I was like, okay, I can help. So that's a, that's, that's the, that's as advantage productive of like, as I am. If you play team stuff, like you can have someone who just focuses on doing military stuff and sending troops and then you're just in charge of farming resources. So you're like the bank and yeah, one's in charge of exploration and scouting and all that and yeah but i like starcraft so that's cool um we have seen a few articles published about why xbox is currently struggling or continues to struggle i don't know not th- because i don't want to sound like a fanboy but yeah that, that's kind of always my struggle with these articles right. too like we we are like playstation people right but we, we definitely don't want to come off as being fanboys and being biased. But so this article is mostly about uh, one, we talked about it. We've we mentioned it before when Forbes did an article about it uh, about um, Xbox exclusives or exclusives, and um, about how what we what all did we talk about in that? Like uh, Xbox pretty much that. owning like stu- the studios and everything to release games like Halo and stuff and. Yeah, but it's more like Xbox owning the games, not the studios. Yeah, 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 that's it. Whereas PlayStation owns the studios, not the games. But the studios still have like complete power over their game. Right. Which is cool. It's and still, that's, so they can... Instead of Xbox coming yeah, and in. One of the like, things, no, we don't like that. <laughs> and this article is from The Verge. I mean, we'll of course include it in the show notes for people that want a bigger read, but it's titled The Xbox One is Struggling Because Video Game Exclusives Still Matter. And so... Um, not, we don't need to go into all the things, but they basically do a, a cool talk or an interesting talk on the number of exclusives that we have coming out for PlayStation right now. And so they also mentioned indie titles. Uh, but one of the things that I really liked that they got into was that you can't just have exclusives. Yeah. They, they through they, in the article actually will get, they eventually call out Nintendo and cause Nintendo is known for having great exclusives. Mm hmm. Like, like even someone like me that has a Nintendo rant, like you can't deny the quality of those games. Yeah, and I think that's also like there are some really interesting exclusives that have been announced for the Switch, and I think that's a great start for them. And then mm-hmm. also like the last article we talked about also talked about how Xbox was canceling certain exclusives, mm-hmm. like, like they or they had just had a bad like quarter of canceling exclusives. Which yeah, they had several cancellations in a row. Yeah, like Scalebound was one of those that I think I think we saw at E3, like on their main stage, and then it got canceled. Yeah, whereas and like Sony canceled Santa Monica had who are the developers of God of War, had a project that got canceled. Yeah, we don't know. I don't even know if we know anything about it, but yeah, it, and then whatever it but, was got canceled. But in compared, like especially in terms of numbers, especially when you have a major title that just comes out on PlayStation, like Horizon Zero Dawn, um, that just contributes to this idea. It's like because mm-hmm. exclusives do matter, and I do have friends that do. Will I mean granted they are more Xbox people, but they did buy a PS4 so they can play certain games. Yeah, which and something. A lot to it. Yeah, Where, something also that the article points out is that. Xbox has had this policy where a game has to be released on their platform either first or at the same time it's released on other platforms. And that's kind of led to a lot of indies not being able to to publish their games on Xbox. It's like, yeah, it's like, why would I go through that effort if I, because that's just more work and that can possibly delay your timeline or. Yeah. So, And like that was, and then they, like the article points out that they've softened that stance, but like, there was a wonder for a while if the Xbox was ever going to get Rocket League because it came out first on PlayStation. And so <laughs> it's just interesting. It's interesting to see how all of that stuff affects mm-hmm. developers. And so like I said, we'll include the link to it in the show notes. And I mean, there's no, there's no state like, ugh, I'm trying to get my thoughts in the, the right way. 
you can't just have exclusives. You have to have third-party support, but exclusives do matter. Right. Like, we'll get to it later, but, like, we both have playing so much Horizon. You have... Um, well, not anymore. I finished it. Sucker. Right. <laughs> yeah. I was serving Jesus over the weekend, so... So was I. Proud of you. I was saving an entire futuristic world. <laughs> That's what he would want. That's exactly what he would want. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a good article. We'll toss it in the show notes. And... Um, so uh, Destiny, it will go into beta and early access on PS4 this summer, possibly. Um, which is probably worrisome to certain friends of mine who... <laughs> who happen to be named Craig. Yeah. <laughs> um. Just because if you are doing your early access in beta on PS4, that is typically an indicator that you will continue doing certain policies that people disagree with you on, such as releasing console exclusives on content, like for content. Yep. And so, and if y'all want to hear more about that, you can go check out our episode with with Craig. It's episode ten. Um, his his name or tag and um, social media stuff is Tungsten Phoenix. And so he talks, he goes into a little bit more and that kind of changed my perspective on a lot of that stuff because there's a lot of like that. Well, this is just how it is. Or like, well, a lot of it, you just like, a lot of it you might not be aware of because you aren't on the other platform. So you don't notice those things. But I mean, like PlayStation dealt with this for years with Call of Duty, but it's the thing that Craig pointed out to me um, in that discussion was that how it, it is so different when it takes a year versus a month. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's really where, where they dropped the ball with Destiny 1. Or like, it just never actually r- makes it. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with having like console, console like timed exclusive content, but you got to eventually bring it out. And right. if it takes and too I long, think, people lose interest in your game. Also, a big thing is that like... With especially with a game like Destiny that is massive multiplayer online, yep. you know, like you don't, you shouldn't necessarily have those timed exclusives in a format like that. In my opinion, just because you want you want to you want all everyone that's participating in your gameplay to have a similar experience, right? Because you're I mean, you're establishing online communities this way. Yeah, and I think that that comes down to a lot of times what is best for the publisher isn't what's best for the gamer. So like, but it's what's best, best for, for the gamer should often be best for the publisher. I mean, I do think there's a correlation, <laughs> but but know. if there wasn't if there wasn't a correlation, we also would never have a like console exclusive games. Yeah, I mean, so, I mean, it's just, it, I think it's just the nature of the specific game that Destiny is a massive multiplayer online. Like, other games, right. it's not as important. Like, arena type games or whatever, like, you can do that. And it, but, I don't know. That's, it's just the way I perceive things, especially, and I also, but I also think MMOs should be, like, if you're going to do that, you need to make a, more of an effort to make them cross platform. Yeah, I mean, I I hope that that's something that we'll move to in general sooner than later. Yeah, especially but, because this nature of this game isn't necessarily PvP. It has PvP elements, but it's not PvP itself. Mm-hmm. Right? So, uh, what else do we got? Uh, wish lists are coming to Xbox, though? Yeah, eventually. This is like in a tweet where Phil Spencer, um, who's the head of Xbox, was asked what's the chances of Xbox store getting a wish list in the near future? And he said the future or the feature is on our list of things we are going to add. And so it's coming eventually, but I like the idea. I like being able to say I'm interested in this game and then let me know when it's on sale. Mm -hmm. Like steam does that really well from what I heard. I don't really use steam much, but, but I like that idea. Of being able to say, I eventually want to play this, but not right now. 
let me know when I can get it on the cheap. Yeah, and also it means people can buy it for you too. There's that too. Hopefully, like I like that. I'm I'm more so prone to that side of it, especially with like certain friends. Like I like being able to look at their wish list and be like, okay, I'll buy this for you for your birthday. <laughs> but like it makes me take so much pressure off of me as like trying to shop for someone. Yeah. Um, but I mean, like like for me, like one of those games was the Order 1886, that I'd never really wanted to play for. We'll pay full price for it, but I happily grabbed it when it was on sale for five bucks. Mm-hmm. So, so I think that that's a good, a good thing. So we got another our part three of Injustice trailer. Yeah, they're scattered trailer. alliances. Yeah, and so it's really cool. And we've talked about the story. This one is very like Superman versus Supergirl. Let's go, Supergirl. And so I really liked that. We've talked about the Supergirl um, TV show lately. And so I'm kind of excited. It's kind of cool to see that that conflict happening, I guess. And so some of the gameplay of this looks like really confusing to me of them like taking characters out into space. Be like, you know, most people can't breathe in space. This would just kill most enemies. But they're aliens. Right, but like if you bring like Batman out into space, he's got a fancy suit. Maybe. How fancy is it? Is it? I don't know. Also, they destroy I mean, a pyramid is, in this trailer. Super rich and probably like planned for something like this. I think. Yeah. I mean, we'll talk more about that later, you know, Chris. Who knows? Who knows? Um. But. But. So that's that's video game news. Uh, if we miss anything, let us know. We'll mention it next week. Um. But onto movies and entertainment. Uh, some mm-hmm. pretty awesome releases this week. Uh, with Ghost in a Shell, uh, Zookeeper's Wife, and The Boss Baby. If you're into those animated films, yeah, and both both Boss Baby and Zookeeper's Wife apparently are getting a very low meta score. But just worth noting. That doesn't mean they're bad movies, but you know. Yeah, I didn't plan on seeing Boss Baby. I didn't really like the idea, but, but it has some good act- actors in it, like Alec Baldwin, Jimmy Kimmel. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I know who this person is. Maybe. Oh, Lisa, oh, that's what, Lisa um, Kudrow, who is um, from Friends. Oh so. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And so Phoebe, I, the name right? looked familiar. Yeah, Phoebe. I couldn't remember like the name. It's her name itself didn't sound familiar, but she plays the mom, and so. Okay, um, so those are the releases. Uh, I want. I I really want to see Ghost in the Shell. I haven't seen the movies that I've been saying I've been gonna gonna go see. So. Yeah, I'm crazy behind too. Now that I'm on spring break, maybe that's what I'll do this week. <laughs> yeah. Just a whole lot of time in the theater alone. Yeah. Um. But we've got some some interesting news uh we've got iron fist has made it into the ranks of is managed to rank second in terms of success on netflix's marvel shows mm-hmm. Just i still cool. haven't finished it have you yes i finished it right after we recorded last week actually oh, i okay. was i was right at the end apparently it's like oh okay oh. <laughs> yeah I've, I've been meaning to get to it i just didn't get to it last week and i was gone all weekend it's fun i'm I, so. I, I, I i'm just really excited for defenders now is ultimately what it comes down <laughs> to and um yeah i'm stoked yeah, i mean i mean i think that's one of the things that they had to do with iron fist was since he was the last defender is that they did have to make sure that we liked him yeah like Especially because Jessica Jones and Luke Cage are both so well received. Okay. That they really need to make it. They needed to make us like Iron Fist. As a character, not necessarily. I don't think you like because I mean there are still. It's still. I don't think it's the best, and I don't think it should be second. Truth be told, but I mean with it being the last set before the Defenders, Mm -hmm. I think that also set up a lot of hype for it, and people are going to watch it regardless. Especially yeah. after hearing about how successful the other words, like that's the thing about like these certain things. Like, yeah, we can call it the second most successful or the most successful or whatever, but 
you know, that's with also a lot of people having like talking a lot about the Marvel, the Netflix Marvel series. Yeah. So I mean, there's been a lot of buildup leading into it. So I think that assists with shows like that. Mm-hmm. Um. We have this last week. There's a lot of talk about this, or like this idea of not calling adult women girls. Yeah. This um and who was this? Um, Mayim Bialk. Bialk. Bialik. She plays Amy. Um, Farrah Fowler on Big Bang Theory. So she had posted a video on her on her Facebook, I believe. Um, that was basically talking about this, but. Um, and then I actually saw it. I actually saw it in connection with some ultimate frisbee stuff. And yeah, so that, uh, I mean, it's it. I completely understand this, and I completely agree. I I've always I'm pretty. I try to be cautious of doing that too. Yeah, and have always strived to be because. Yeah, yeah it's just patronizing, I guess. Yeah, I, I mean, and, I, and to use an example that we were just talking about, it's Superman but Supergirl. True. Like. Like stuff like that, where it's and stuff like that always stuck out to me as a kid. But then you have Wonder Woman. But you do, I think, and there's always some. Yeah, but. I think you know, especially and also just in terms of nature, like during the time and stuff, and also like Supergirl did start off like as a girl, so in terms of young youth, essentially, I don't know. Yeah. So I, you could also attribute it to that, like her naivete and everything, could also be a way. But I think just that, yeah, time, just yeah. using that as an yeah. example, mm-hmm. and it's definitely something that we need to be cautious of. Something that I've always found, I thought was really weird, was that like, for for men, we have like boys, men, boys and men, which both have a maturity attributed to them, and then we also have the word guys, which is kind of just this like generic, like almost middle ground. What are the guys up to? But for women, that's not the case. Like, no one really uses gals. Such a weird word. Because it's just why nobody uses it. <laughs> so, like, there's only girls and women. Gonna, I use guys pretty jokingly. Like, if I say guys, it's like, hey, you guys. Oh, <laughs> um, but, yeah, right. it, it's definitely, there is a weird standard. And it's mostly just because of the limitations of our language that we should work on adjusting. Right. Well. And so I really I think it's good. It's something that we definitely need to be conscious of on our podcast as we try to be be sensitive to stuff. Are there like any that. women out there that have ideas on the subject? Let us know. Yeah, give us some feedback. <laughs> um maybe you'll land yourself an interview. <laughs> Contribute to the conversation. Uh we've yeah, got that's really what we're trying to do. Uh shared a Wikipedia article on here. What's going on? Yeah. Um, I'm sorry. I wasn't I just didn't there's a Captain Underpants movie coming yep, this june june 2nd mm-hmm. and so just where i was at the time i didn't have time to actually put a title in that's fine but <laughs> i got sent the wikipedia article um i think from fuzzy spartan it's like i'm pretty sure um, I, when I was watching one of i his saw streams. a trailer during last time i was at the movie theater i'm pretty sure i saw a trailer for yeah. it yeah and so i know there's some big um captain underpants fans out there i always thought it was okay i always thought the original captain underpants was Quail Man. It's what? Quail Man. Quail Man? Yeah. From from Doug. Because he wears his oh. he literally wears unders on the under underwear on the outside of his shorts. Okay, so I never watched Doug. So Well, that's your loss. <laughs> I love so that's why I was Doug confused. was one of my favorites. Um uh, we have a Justice League trailer trailer. Justice, wait, what? So the Justice League oh. released trailers hyping the trailer. <laughs> and I, I like your confusion here, and I intentionally left it kind of weirdly worded in the show notes. <laughs> can we stop? Can we stop doing trailers to hype trailers coming? You could tweet about trailers that are about to come out from your official account. And that's fine. <laughs> Just so like. Yeah. When it does launch, people know like it's out. Um, but right, I I I agree. It's meh. It's so weird to get like here's a trailer announcing that a trailer is coming. Knock it off. 
Knock it off. But that being said, they did actually release the trailer for the new Justice League movie. Um, one of the, the things that stood out to me as, as a really cool line is they say, um, they said that the age of heroes would never come again. And so I'm really curious to like, if this is going to put Justice League, like where that's going to put Justice League in the timeline. That makes sense. And so I just thought that was really curious of like, what was this event that made it so they thought there'd never be this type of heroes again. Mm-hmm. And so I like that. There's also this funny acknowledgement of um, it's the actor playing Barry Allen. who's the flash asks Batman, wait, what's your power? And he goes, well, I'm rich. <laughs> and I was like, thank you for acknowledging that Batman has no place here. He's just rich. Well, he does ultimately like in some Batman lore, I'm not obviously it doesn't fit into the current universe or anything. There is some Batman lore where he truly does become a hero, like super. Right. I mean, he does gain certain and, and, abilities. Yeah. I mean, and we, part of Batman's power is his intelligence. Like mm-hmm. he is not just rich. Like that's something that I disliked about the um, Christopher Nolan Batman movies is he kind of is just rich. <laughs> but like in a lot of the Batman, he is the greatest detective. Like he's supposed to just be one of the smartest human beings on the planet. And that's how yeah. he's able to plan ahead. But in the Christopher Nolan ones, like it's, it's, I, I enjoyed it because he was being helped, you know, like he right. had to pursue help from others. And I, I like that hum like humanization of him. Yeah. I think they could have done it closer to like a mix of those two. Yeah. But, oh, well, we also didn't make millions of dollars on those movies. That's so true. It's probably best that we don't overly criticize. <laughs> but, but, okay, so in a transition to our lack of an anime session, um, let's talk about Death Note. Death Note is a pretty well-received anime, uh, but it is getting a Netflix adaptation for a live-action movie. comes out this August. Um, and there has been some controversy around its casting choices. Mm-hmm. But it's not about the lead character being white. Because that's fine. It's about a character, L being black in this one. I don't get it. I guess to, to, to play the devil's advocate, there was an article posted today about outrage over the white lead. Well, that's but, good. That's good. But it just seems so late because, like, so many people will bypass the trailer saying, okay, okay, we could <laughs> we can deal with the white lead. And then L turns out to be cast by an African-American. And he's like, oh, no. <laughs> L's supposed to be Japanese. And I'm like, you know, I'm more frustrated with whitewashing. I prefer, I'd like to see, like, I prefer to see a more diverse cast to begin with. So I definitely prefer mm-hmm. if they kept, like, I don't mind transitioning some characters, but looking at this For cast example, is um, predominantly white. Once again, yeah. when it should, when you should have a good mix and you should be casting more Asians um, in into these roles. It's, I mean, we you just should be. Naturally, like you can mm-hmm. change some of the characters to get that more, get a more diverse feel or whatever. But I, I don't, blackwashing isn't a thing yet. <laughs> and I'm okay with it because they haven't ruined anything by doing this, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, you mentioned that there are some times where you need to transition characters. And I mean, I feel like, at least their explanation for why they did that in Doctor Strange with the old one was reasonable. Mm-hmm. Of the old one was a very bad Asian stereotype. Right. And so they felt it was gonna be insensitive. And so and whether or not you believe that's up to you. Yeah, but and that one made I feel like if, so like, much sense. In that regard. But I mean like if people complained when Luke Cage came out because it's almost entirely a black cast. It's like yeah. And it was like it's in Harlem. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was one of those like I mean, um, so like I have some friends that are black. <laughs> yeah, and it's like I have friends that are black, and they're like, "Welcome to how we feel with everything." Like y'all are complaining about this one Netflix show. This is 
how we felt for like our whole lives kind of thing. Right. Like, yeah. You're watching everything. It's just maybe, well, there's that token though. Like that to- the idea of tokenism. Um, mm-hmm. Which, yeah, it's not like they're rewriting his character. I think he's still going to maintain it. He's the, it's, he's a pretty brilliant get- character. And I like that. I mean, I'm in, I'm, I mean, I would have preferred definitely, but I'm happy they didn't make him white. <laughs> Does that mm-hmm. make sense? You know, yeah. after making so many of the characters white already, I'm happy they opted for some diversity, but mm-hmm. my biggest gripe would be that they made so many more, so many of the characters white mm-hmm. to begin with. Uh, so, but I, I mean, I'll, consider it um i'll wait till i hear more about it and watch more trailers to decide for sure but i don't know keep talking about it put pressure on them to if i mean if you aren't happy with it then let's put pressure on hollywood to make better decisions yeah and ultimately you get to vote with your wallet like yeah but i'm not canceling my netflix subscription I mean, and that, this makes but, it a little but, bit yeah, more difficult. In terms of Netflix, it's but, hard to say like these things. But Netflix is also pretty good about receiving customer feedback about things, hopefully. Yeah. But a lot of this also might have been studio choice versus Netflix's actual choice, too. So it's, it's right. hard to determine, but we can we can express some outrage. And I mean, and part of what you can do, though, is don't watch it on Netflix. Like, I mean, yep. they do, yeah. they do like the download numbers matter, mm-hmm. like or the, the streaming numbers matter. Like, if you have an issue with it, don't watch it. Yep. That's ultimately the way to send a message. So, yeah. So, we'll have a... But in other news concerning anime, we are going to have a couple weeks of a lull as uh, current seasons come to an end, and we wait for spring seasons to start next month. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm looking forward to the spring season. Um, I'm looking really looking forward to My Hero Academia's season two especially um which if you guys have crunchyroll log on watch my hero academia and get caught up in time because it is a phenomenal it's a just fun one Uh, i think you mentioned this last week is that the one i would like yes okay i'll try to check that out i still gotta finish persona 4 but i'll try to catch that and then we can also try to stay live with you on that one for season two okay yeah, so that's a it's it's a fun one. Um, also, Crunchyroll did recently add if you are a mech fan, mecha like mecha droid fan or whatever, um, giant robots, giant robots. Yep, yeah. uh, they've recently released uh, Gundam Wing on Crunchyroll. What? Yeah. Yes, and please. Yeah, so you can go I'm and so watch hyped. that. Oh, that's one of my favorites. So I've been trying to, I've been trying to find. Um, the discs, the DVDs of Gundam Wing for years. And the problem is that they're, it's like $100 for each half season. Yeah, because they're not in print. They're not in print. And they're yep, so, they're like, collector. for me, that was one of my first animes. Mm-hmm. And so, so I'm really happy because Gundam is such a well-loved like loved one. Mm-hmm. And it's nice, like, because they are based in the future and stuff, you don't have to worry about a lot of certain like it holds up throughout time. Like as we progress, like mm. it fit, it's intergenerational as a result because it's speculation on the future more than typical or typically. Yeah. So you're not dealing with weird. It's like, well, why don't they just use their cell phone kind of things? <laughs> <laughs> so, so it translates well for the future too. Like as you watch it, as it ages, so it, it, it ages really well done. Okay. Got there. Got there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm excited. Gundam, like I said, I love Gundam wing. Yeah, I'm ready. It's one of the best Gundam, Gundams out there, in my opinion. Although, uh, the most recent uh, is Iron Blooded Orphans, or uh, what is, uh, is super good too. Um, I check that out. Uh, but moving on to our tech segment, something witty. Uh, uh, if you get tired of us calling it that, request some names for that segment or any of our segments. Uh, yeah, we are all up. For, for silly, preferably non-pun-related names for our segments. I'm perfectly fine with puns. It's Cameron that you might irritate, but... I have made my stance on puns well known. It'll just, he will refuse to use it when he hosts, and then when I host, he will <laughs> hear your title be used. Is ultimately what will happen. Um, 
But we got some interesting news uh, in the tech world. Um, Samsung is releasing refurbished Note 7s for sale now that they had <laughs> figured out their battery problems. I'm so excited about this. <laughs> so either they these are like, definitely not bombs. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, what they found to be the problems were actually the problems, and these will no longer blow up. But we won't know until these things are actually out in the real world. <laughs> it would make, of course, as long as no one get hurt gets hurt. It would make me so happy if these exploded too. <laughs> like if they were just completely wrong about what it, what was. it was causing it. Yeah, it. It'll be an interesting thing, so, but I know uh, it'd just be terrible for them, though, if it if they didn't actually fix it oh, in terms of their mobile market, but... Yeah, it would be really rough. Um, by the time you're listening to this episode, uh, their S8, um, the Galaxy S8 uh, event will have happened, and we should have more information for that for you next week if you were in the market for a new phone, maybe... Like off until I can give you some more information about the S8 or maybe give you or tweet at me and I could give you some other reviews of some great products. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Um, If you are a heavy Amazon user and don't currently live in a state that already charges you sales tax for using it, um, you will soon be paying sales tax on all purchases. Unless you're me. The struggle. Montana for the win. No. Uh, for those who don't know, Montana does not have a sales tax. It's basically lawless. Pretty much. <laughs> um, so, yeah, also, that starts like, April 1st. Which is the worst day to start something like that. Right. But at the same time, like, like the announcement came out before then, so you can't set up a prank for April 1st. That's just weird. Like, your <laughs> prank has to occur on April 1st. You know, it's not like they're announcing it on April 1st, you know, Mm -hmm. for the future. So that makes me think it's real, which I'm sure it is. Um, Also, starting in April, though, in a a random tweet, we found out that Tesla will start selling their solar shingles or their solar roofing um, starting in April, which is super cool. Um, That is super cool. The they so these are super awesome looking solar panels because they are, take the shape of like actual roofing material um, which is cool and they're projected to cost less and they're crazy like, durable they're yeah exactly like I remember seeing them do the demos of it that was going around Facebook for a while so but if you own a home and are enjoy the green life or just want to save money on your power bill and you need a new roof anyway mm-hmm. hold off oh <laughs> It's Super worth noting they're going to go up for pre-order next month. Right, right. Be- Not Sorry. actually for sale. It, it, it was a random, like, the announcement was just this random tweet, essentially. Someone tweeted yeah. at him asking when they were going to go. And he's like, "Orders we'll start taking orders next month. And we're like, okay. <laughs> yeah. But still, awesome. I'm excited for this. Uh, just making solar power more accessible, more affordable. Um, also, if you guys want to do some research, uh, if you guys do do this, there's always government like grants and stuff that you can get like from your state. Yeah, or whatever, government kickbacks, kickbacks and, and stuff for doing this for as an in, because as part of it, certain initiatives yeah. and stuff. So you can get tax cuts and tax breaks for doing this. Which is cool. there's a guy at my church that does solar. I might need to to talk to him about this and see what the because I need a new roof for my house. Do you actually? So, so yeah, this yeah, would be a good actually. way to go if you can research the price and stuff and yeah. So if I'm gonna do it anyway, mm-hmm. this might be an How, interesting. I way mean, to go. and if you have to do it, like part of your insurance will cover like the traditional cost of roofing sometimes. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, okay. So that's tech, guys. If there's anything else interesting happening, once again, let us know. Tweet at me. Yeah. Um, I'll mention it next week or throw it up on our social medias too. Mm-hmm. Um, on to. Magic the Gathering and other stuff, um, which is this week. This is, week is just Magic the Gathering. It's pretty much, yeah, just Magic. Um, so one of the biggest announcements is Amonkhet spoilers have started this week. Um, pretty excited for this so set. The new set it's gonna be coming out in fun. April? Yep, coming out next month. So it's Egyptian-themed. So we got to see some of the set mechanics. Like Embalm. 
which is and embalm and exert. Exert. Yeah. And then I think exert the has been of cycling. a mechanic before. I think it's being brought back. Okay, that doesn't it doesn't sound familiar. I I feel like it's a really old mechanic. Or I'm maybe. thinking of another trading card game that I played. <laughs> because maybe exert was a mechanic in like Lord of the Rings trading card game. Mm. I don't. It doesn't sound familiar, but it might have been on some. I don't like, know. It might have been future site card. Might have been yeah from. But either really it doesn't old sound set familiar or, to me. I don't know. It, it also maybe because like when I was like paying attention to things, someone probably made it sound like it was an original mechanic, because mm. it just said exert, and then someone specified it means it doesn't untap during your next untap step. Like makes it sound like it existed before. But maybe exert just was the Lord of the Rings thing. <laughs> no, look that we'll up. We'll figure it out for eventually. next week. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there's some cool stuff happening there. We got. We're, we haven't seen any of the gods yet. Yeah, we haven't um, seen any of the walkers. But... Or anything. But uh, so we saw the new mechanics and just saw some cool mechan- uh, some cool commons and stuff. Um, in terms of, so I found out um, that the early re- leak. That we mm-hmm. saw was actually a result of done. a printing error. Like, like mm. those cards were being put in Modern Master Seventeen Portuguese Modern Master Seventeen packs. Yeah, that's yeah. So it was a packaging error, and so it's obviously real. But <laughs> yeah, it, 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 at this point, it's still unconfirmed. But yeah, at this yeah. point, like the card hasn't been officially leaked, but it's it's real another either way yeah um yeah, the odds of it being fake at this point are it's a very elaborate ruse basically mm-hmm. but speaking of modern masters does somebody have any news oh uh, so i i bought my box and we've been playing some i forget what he calls it but we've been battle packing with him um and i i pulled a foil blood moon well I didn't actually open this pack, but my friend Ryan, uh, he pulled a foil blood moon and a blood moon in the same pack, which is pretty cool. It's a nice fifty dollars <laughs> of cardboard right there. <laughs> it's just entertaining because he also so you all, like when we play, you don't look at your thing at all. You just draw seven. There is no mulligan either or anything. And he got them both in his opening hand, so right away he <laughs> knew what had happened. So that was that was entertaining. Very nice. Um, Pulled a fetch land finally yesterday or this weekend. Which one? Uh, the marsh. Um, marsh flats. Marsh flats. Yeah. White black. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so it's a good card. So yeah, uh, I still have eight packs left to play through and see what else I get. Um, hopefully, there's some exciting stuff, and I may have ordered another box. We'll see. <laughs> may or may not. Who knows? Um, <laughs> I'm not willing to confirm or deny. <laughs> Right. Um, but there is also, but I mostly play commander, which is why I like the modern master sets because there's some good commander cards. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just need to bolster my collection and it gives me a chance for potential resale value so I can buy more cards anyway. <laughs> but yeah, sell the cards you don't want to buy the ones you do. So we got some new commander rules slash mm-hmm. uh, MTGO started supporting 1v1 commander. Is that what this yeah, is saying? Yeah. Th- they're going to be what well, there's going to be 1v1 commander leagues oh, coming okay. soon. So. Um so basically what happened was they had planned on Magic the Gathering online a big update to commander and then they decided to push it back. I think they said it until Omniket comes out. Okay. They're going to add it there, but they messed up and left one of the features in which is that 1v1 commander will now have a starting life total of 30. Right. And so that because of that, they kind of pulled the rug out on and said, hey, here's some of the other stuff that we have planned, namely 1v1 Commander Leagues. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's really so cool. I'm that, excited about um, it. But that does change. Like, we have our state commander tournament coming up. So mm-hmm. well, that's a few pods and then mostly want, like, a lot of one-on-one. So they will be playing with the 30 life rule. So it's exciting. I love Commander. I do, too. Such a fun I don't like 30 life total, though. Yeah, I also prefer multiplayer commander though. So, 
Right. I hate one on one. I do too, but I just don't get to play multiplayer very much. People, um, but yeah. So, so interesting. Some rule updates. Uh, is there anything else? I think that pretty much mm-hmm. covers that section segment. Um, as far as we know, we, we don't have, have any corrections because <laughs> we were perfect, Maybe. just like how we never said um. <laughs> so, um, so we haven't had we don't have no feedback for this week as far as we know. Uh, so hit us up, let us know, give us exactly got, if you got questions, if you got comments on something from the show, you can contact us. We'll get into that a little bit later. Another news: we should also but, be hopefully we'll have a spoiler cast out soon for Horizon Zero Dawn. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot to talk about there, and we're I'm excited to get into the the meat of that. Yeah, I feel like you should just rush through the story and finish it. Yeah, that's. I kind of want to just do that, but because I keep on getting sidetracked. <laughs> I know. Well, the advantage is like if you do get finish the story, you can you get the option to go back and do other things too, like everything else. Right. I, I mean, I I assumed that was it. The just case. resets the right before you start the final quest chain. Hmm. I guess. Is that a spoiler? I don't know. <laughs> no, Not I feel really. like it's how it's any just... open world game does it. Yeah. Um, or they just give you, like Final Fantasy fifteen did, where you just. Here's all this cool stuff. Mm-hmm. So, um, so what have you been playing, reading, watching, or listening to, Cameron? Yeah, so we got I got a couple things. Um, one, I want to give a shout out to a friend of mine. I mentioned him. I meant to mention it last week. His name is um is Gary. He goes by Savage Baller. B A L E R. Is that Baller um, or Baylor? I don't know. It was kind of unclear. Gary, let us know how you pronounce that. <laughs> Yeah, but um, <laughs> one of the reasons I want to give him a shout-out was he just did um, – he's uh, recently started a YouTube channel, and he just finished a playthrough of Final Fantasy fifteen. Yeah, I saw that. That's that's pretty cool. Um, I watched and a so couple of the episodes, go, actually. Yeah, and so he does some good editing work where, like, you don't necessarily – it's not like you're watching the full playthrough, and so that's kind of nice that it cuts out some of the not-story-necessary stuff. Yeah. But – so if you want to go watch, check them out, then you can come back and check out our spoiler cast. And so kind of be caught up on that. I have been playing Horizon, but, and that's the reason, like, I meant to watch Persona this week. I meant to do, um, finish Iron Fist, but I was trying to get through Horizon. I'm, like, level 42 now. So, like, <laughs> I'm doing, like, level 20 story quests. Buds. Oops. He's getting there. Um, maybe and so i'm doing that uh we'll talk off air of like where i'm at right now yeah but we don't want to until we get to the spoiler cast we don't want to discuss spoilers but so making my way through that got to get it wrapped up before persona 5 comes out in april is really where i'm at and then i would like to be able to play the order between those two Mm -hmm. because it's like it's supposed to be a nice quick platinum and so i do want to play that and get that in okay but then let's see. I got to play some Phoenix Covenant this week. Who did you um, play which with? Was a, I played with one of the YouTube guys. Okay. His name's Carter. Super cool. And so we played a game. It was really cool to actually play a real game. And so, because like we got to see the puzzles and stuff at PAX. Right, and then we didn't play when we got back because yeah. of exhaustion slash me staying up all night to track my flight. Yeah. <laughs> It was definitely one of those things that, like, if your flight would have gotten canceled or delayed, yeah, I'm sure it would have been one of the first things we would have done. But um, I want to give a shout-out. Um, Phoenix Covenant has a Discord. I want to give a shout-out to all the people there. I've been talking with them a lot lately. Um, I might try to actually make a video of gameplay of it. Because I was trying to find some online, and there's not a good video of actual game. Well, yeah, I, make, I mean, I suppose that makes sense. It's pretty new and... Yeah, there's a lot you of them know, like teaching puzzles still, and teaching how the game works, yeah. but there's not any videos really of the actual like of an actual game being played. And so I might try to sit down and figure out how to do that and put that together. Mm-hmm. And cool. so it's a cool strategy see, game. Yeah, I played some. It's like oh, for those that didn't listen to the pack show, it's like a mix of um, Magic: The Gathering and Fire Emblem, where it's like a tactical board game with pre-built decks. And so. I got to play some pirates over the weekend with the youth where you're trying to collect pies and your rats. I've made my stance on puns well known and then played some commander last night when I got back and yet you still got bought to this play game. some attra- 
Hey, it was still fun. <laughs> and they were really nice people. And so shout out to Wild East Games. He's like, I got to talk about Persona, but, so I'm buying this. <laughs> and so we didn't talk about Persona until after I'd bought it. Well, after I accidentally stole it, I guess. <laughs> but, you know. Yeah. Okay. And then, so yeah, I got to play some Commander, played some Atraxa. I'm like two or three cards away from being done with that deck for where it's going to be reasonably for a while. And so once that happens, I'll start figuring out either updating and tuning some of my other decks or start another one because why not have seven EDH decks? So why not? And then my last thing is um, I have really bad luck in Fire Emblem Heroes. Yeah, you do. I opened, How long did it take you I to opened, get your first five star? <laughs> no, this is even worse than that. I opened six packs over the weekend and, and got two five stars. Two five stars. Out of like... Like people are opening like five star, like multiple packs or multiple five stars in a pack. Yep. And like, like admittedly, like my very first pack had a five star. And then there's Cameron. <laughs> and then my sixth pack had a five star. And I was like, come on. I mean, I feel like Give that's me still one. better than like your first six packs of the game anyway. This is true. It did like, take me forever to hit a five star. Like, whereas like I opened like my first pack and my first thing was a five star. <laughs> Yeah. I thought that was just a guarantee. No, I'm just kidding. Rub it in. Um, but I also haven't touched Fire Emblem Heroes. I, I think I'm just mobile game burned out. I don't know. Yeah. It's hard for me to play them. Uh, but I was playing I, some. It's, I, it's an easy game to play on each stuff, so. Yeah. I don't know. I've been playing. So I finished Horizon and got a platinum. Um, Woo. Like I said, I'm super excited. Uh, it's a fun game. I, I, I still go back and shoot things occasionally. Um, hunt those non-robot animals yeah pretty much um i've <laughs> i also so i also just started playing near um just got through the first segment um i'm not sure if i can get into this game right now just because like i really want to play it but i'm still deciding if this is going to be the next game that i give my time mm -hmm. to um so i might jump into neo instead mm. in the end um i haven't decided but um, I also recently started reading uh, Living Buddha, Living Christ by okay. uh, Thich Nhat Hanh. Um, it it's, came out a while ago. Uh, he's a Buddhist who had a lot of experiences with Martin Luther King and stuff. He's a Nobel Prize winner. Um, he talks about his experience in terms of um, being a Buddhist and then interacting with Christians, mm. um, especially like major names like Martin Luther King Jr. and and the Pope and stuff like that and um, how it wasn't until his interactions with these people who were truly embodying like Christ-like teachings that he began to understand it which is a super cool perspective um, so I've been enjoying that uh, what else um, yeah that's about it um I thought of another one. You mentioned that. I recently picked back up Owning Faith, which is a collection of essays on youth ministry. Oh. So oh, um, I had started it, but sorry. put it down. I also started watching uh, Time After Time. Um, it revolves around H.G. Wells um, hmm. and his time machine, um, which, like, surrounds like revolves around him actually building it and then traveling to the future and then trying to stop Jack the Ripper because Jack the Ripper first steals the time machine to travel back, travel to the future, escape being caught and him trying to perfect back. Yeah. And then there's some other con like conspiracies happening as a result of time travel. It's, it's entertaining. <laughs> um, not sure. Where are you watching it? Uh, Hulu. Okay. It's on Hulu. Uh, so it's it's entertaining. It has that sci-fi element of time travel to it, but still very much American drama, mm -hmm. I guess. And yeah, that's about it for me as well. So I think, is that an episode? That sounds like an episode to me. I feel like that's episode 15, guys. Uh, so thank you for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Wherever you may be listening to us, be sure if wherever you're listening has a rating system, be sure to rate us and comment. Uh, follow us on Twitter at 
one geek four one one. Um, follow our individual accounts. Uh, I'm not so foreign. And Cameron's humor with Hill. Oh yep. Slight correction. For um, Gary's YouTube name, it's B A L O R, not E R. So Baylor. 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 So not even close to Baller. Right. So I goofed. Okay. Never mind, Gary. You don't need to uh, let us know how to pronounce that. I think we're we have it right now. Um, we're gonna do, or we're just gonna um, pronounce it that way from now on. Keep up the so. work. Um, yeah. Email us. Rate us. And tweet at us. Hit us some feedback. We're still looking for tweet, a good um, tweet, tweet, tweet. type of community thing that we can do that is not PlayStation exclusive. Since right now we we do just have the PS community. And so I got some good ideas. I just haven't had time to research. Mm-hmm. And so, like one we we discussed was Discord, and I got recently got an idea for another one. I just, like I said, I just haven't had time to go into it. So yep. So we'll work on that. Uh, do whatever else. But and with that, you guys have a wonderful week. Until next time. Yeah. Have a great one, everyone. <laughs>